What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you all for tuning in to Southpaw's Tales from the Barstool. As always, I am your host, JD Southpaw, founder of this shit show. And to my right, as always, is my beautiful wife, Kat. She is the brains and the brawn because I'm pretty much fucking worthless. Oh, my God. You know, it's so funny that you put brawn on there and I didn't know it because I was looking at your shirt and I was like... Damn, you look like the brawny man. I kind of want to wipe up some messes, if you know what I mean. Like, I, thought, you know, I thought I looked like uh, Jack's teller for if you ordered them from Wish. <laughs> no, I like it. I'm totally digging it. I'm into the lumberjack. This thing. was a I birthday did, present for my mom, and, and moms <laughs> usually fuck shit up, but I like this. It's, you know what? If I wanted to have more babies, I would have been thanking your mom right now. But that is a dangerous shirt because I'm <laughs> no totally digging it. <laughs> no, no more. So Hi, not- Betty. Thank you for the shirt. <laughs> your son's gonna get laid because of it. Yeah, thanks, mom. Thanks, thanks. She's my wing mom. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm like, wow. So um, tonight we're going to bring on another podcast host, uh, Patrick, uh, Patrick Faulkner, also known as Pete or Peter or Paul. Um, <laughs> if it starts with a P, he'll answer to it. He's, cool. he's the host of Knock and Talk. He's a prior Air Force veteran, probably law enforcement. We'll delve di- deeper into yeah, that don't, shortly. Don't ruin it. I don't I know um, nothing about him. Don't ruin it. And but we're also going to do something a little bit different. Is if you've ever been out to a bar, you know that they always have a coffee pot on hand. Every bar does because some people like being a wide awake drunk. I'm one of them. So that's what we're drinking tonight. This is, is our excuse fresh for um, not being able to drink because we both have yeah. to work tonight. That's why we're pre-recording. Um, so we're not going to be drinking. We're going to be drinking coffee, but, and that is not enough coffee. That's enough for the show. Oh man, that's so um, coffee is something everybody does a little bit different. This is one of those things that everybody's preferences are different. Mine is I take my cup, two ice cubes in there, I pour it over because that way it's immediately the right temperature to where I don't burn my fucking the roof of my You're mouth. You're so sweet with your little ice cubes. No, nope, just two ice cubes and a big ass cup. And then um, since I've cut sugar out of my diet, um, I'm using Truvia, which is like the stevia sweetener. Um, I'm tr- I'm getting a head start on next year's uh, bikini season. <laughs> Trying to get this bikini bod back in line. So, Kat, describe how you make your coffee all crazy like. Well, you know what? Most of the time, I will just maybe I I could drink it black. Uh, I went on a diet for two and a half years, so I got used to drinking it black, and I'm okay with black. Awesome, great. Don't even need sweetener most of the time. Sometimes I like a little sweetener. I have to go with the sugar free though, because otherwise, no. No, I don't do a lot of sugar anymore. But when I want to be a fancy bitch, a I, bougie my, bitch. my bougie bitch side, JD bought me a frother. <laughs> so this is a cheap version of a cappuccino, whatever you call it. I don't even know. A uh, double Al Pacino yeah, mocha something. latte. I make my own fancy bitch shit. Uh, my basic bitch uh, starter kit here. So what I do is I take a small saucepan. I pour a little, uh, you can, you can use cream, like heavy cream. And then, and then you can add vanilla and brown sugar. Just good. Just as good. I don't have cream. I ran out of cream because I use it when I'm cooking. So what I use is half milk, half, uh, sugar-free creamer, and then add some vanilla, add some brown sugar. And you basically heat it up before it's boiling, basically when it starts coating the pan or coating your spoon, because you got to keep stirring it. And that's how warm to make it before you bring it in here. And then you use your frother and you go to stinking town on it. I just got myself in the face. <laughs> I was going to make a sexual innuendo joke, but you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm beating you to it. Uh, now, so what you do is kind of 
if you have a frother. I don't have a fancy fucking frother. I don't have a steamer. You can use a steamer if you have a steamer. Y'all, I, I'm not fancy like that. I, I'm I'm not. I'm Walmart bougie is what I am. So apparently you're wish bougie. I don't have a, I'm a wish bougie. There you go. Yeah, I like it. I dig it. What do you call it? You call it something like that. Um, I don't. Redneck I don't. bougie. Or there was or, uh, there there was an, oh, a term you used for it that I loved. Oh, I remember what you're talking about, but I don't yeah, remember the term. Um, but yeah, that was a high class white trash. Something like that. No, that wasn't it though. So right now I'm just know. frothing the fuck out of it. So, uh, so basically as, it doubles in size and you know you're done. But really, I just, I like a lot of frothiness. So while you're frothing, I'm going to go ahead and start reading some of the sponsors do it. here. See if I so, care. Um, we can't do this shit show for you without our sponsors. We love each and every one of them. Um, we've used most of their products before they ever sponsored us. If not, we've known these people before they sponsored us. So it's not just, I'm not just paid to do it. I actually enjoy the company of these people. Uh, the first one is 5x5 Brewing Company, Battleborn, Texas-made veteran brewing company based in Mission, Texas. Uh, it's co-founded by Army veteran George Rice with beers like the 40-millimeter Stout, Brunette Bombshell, and Fubar. It's no surprise this brewery has taken over the Texas markets from the Valley to the Coastal Bend. Ask your local bar, restaurant, or grocer to start carrying 5x5 Brewing today. You can uh, reach them at 5x5brewing.com. Facebook.com slash 5x5 Brewing. You can call them directly at 956-445-5421 or you can email them at info at 5x5.com. Um, our next sponsor is the Legion of Loan Officers founded by Air Force Security Forces veteran Nick Carpenter. Oh, Nick. Oh, Nick. He's been oh, on the show. Nick. Actually, I think... Every- all, I don't know. No, we no, haven't George Rice. Well, George we was on. No, the, George did a whole show. Remember, because he went, he went to the uh, store right. to buy cigarettes in the middle of the that's show. That's right. And the guy was like, "What's <laughs> up?" <laughs> like on the show. That was yeah. Really that was funny. crazy. But Fucking back George. back to the task. If you've ever visited George at his brewery, same way. Hey, you want a tour? Yeah, sure. Where do you go? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man of many places. <laughs> But uh, next to sponsor is the the Legion of Loan Officers founded by Air Force uh, Security Forces veteran Nick Carpenter. Legion of Loan Officers is America's mastermind for smart mortgage professionals where you can learn to attract 10 realtors you love working with. Get your free copy of Nick's book, The Loan Officer Strategy Guide at loanofficerstrategyguide.com. Just pay his wife some money, like the small handling and shipping fee. Uh, you can also find him at facebook.com slash Legion of Loan Officers. Um, even if you're not in the mortgage industry, this is a really good community to get a part of. Um, a lot of the information that they pass around is something that can be transposed into whatever your profession is. I, I sit in on their meetings on Friday sometimes. They're awesome. What? Oh, no. I'm not representing. I'll be right back. Oh, no. She's got to go. So I'll finish the sponsors without her. Oh, no. So our next sponsor is OMOG Construction, founded by Marine Vet Seth Knox and Matt Anders. They're general contractors serving the greater Houston, Texas area with a focus on concrete. No job too big or too small. From residential to commercial and industrial foundations and pads, OMOG Construction has you covered. You can find them at OMOGCO.com. That's OMOGCO.com. Facebook.com slash OMOGCO or Instagram OMOGCO. That's uh, OMOG stands for one Mexican, one Weto. Weto is Spanish slang for white dude. dude. Um, our next one is somebody that's been on the show. He likes to stand up to wipe his ass. Uh, the Veteran Talk Show, founded by <laughs> Ryan Smeltz. Uh, a soldier, an airman, and a Marine walk into a room. The Veteran Talk Show is the punchline. A veteran Talk Show is more about the veterans on the show than the ones who watch it. An unorthodox version of therapy, they talk about the things with each other that they've never told anyone else. 
at least until now. Working to support sexual uh, sexual harassment victim uh, assault prevention and stopping veteran suicide, they maintain a resources page on the website, including Richard Kaufman's, Richard Kaufman's book, A Hero's Journey. Come and watch the organized chaos. Man, that was that kicked my oh ass. Oh my for god, some it is every time there's at least one. Yeah, you can uh, you can go find the show at uh, veterantalkshow.com or facebook.com slash the veteran talk show. Um I watched the first episode, I was 30 seconds into it, and my sides hurt from laughing so much. It's just it, it it's just amazing. Go go fucking watch it. It's awesome. Subscribe to their channel, do all that good, smash the like button, share, smash. All that bullshit. Um, our last one uh, sponsor for this week is Pirates Coast Realty Group with Wendy Johnson. If you're buying, selling, or leasing in the Texas Coastal Bend, give Wendy that pirate girl a call and she will find your treasure. Whether you're looking for oh Jesus, whether you're looking for your dream home on the beach or a buccaneer to buy your empty crow's nest, Pirates Coast Realty Group gets you the gold. You can find her at facebook.com slash that pirate girl. Email her directly at thatpirategirl247 at gmail.com. That's the numerals. Don't spell out the numbers. Or you can give her a call directly at 361-205-2048. And be kind. Give give her a phone call during business hours. And Um, before we move on. Before we move on. So we have the best fan slash friend group (gasps) ever. I know. And I totally forgot about it until right now. So we're going to have to switch mugs for you. So our girlfriend, Shelby, who also watches the show made us this mug that has our little Southpaw logo on it, as you can see on one side. On the other side, it says, this is probably not coffee. (laughs) I completely forgot she made those She added a little something for me. (laughs) Did she do that for mine too? She's only made one and this is yours. Congratulations. (laughs) Oh, dude, you're fucking rad. I love this. She only made one and that is yours. So I told her, uh, I'm going to need a second one. Yeah. So without further ado, let's bring on our guest, Mr. Patrick Faulkner, also known as Pete or Paul. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Thanks for, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I would like to quickly jump back to you pouring the coffee. The pinky should have gone up the way you were <laughs> pouring it so you could put the cookie there and... Oh, oh wow! Yeah. I've been drinking um, coffee wrong for years. Enough. Yeah, I've been drinking. I've been drinking it wrong for years. Just the way he was pouring the coffee, it felt. It felt like the pinky needed to go up a little. <laughs> well, he's. Well, I'll. I'll, he I'll be is, more mindful of that in the future. He is okay. a fancy bitch, so we'll we'll have to work on that one for him. It went along with the bouge. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Because <laughs> today's all about the bouge, right? Everything's bougie today. <laughs> my my fancy frother we ordered on wish.com and everything. We're all fancy. That's, that's what happens when you get two Air Force veterans in the same room together. Oh no, no, not two. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's gonna be a horrible show. <laughs> shit's already wrong. Are, yeah, we're gonna talk about gay chicken again. I just know it. Oh man. Uh, um do we, I do want to go. I do want to talk more about a little bit of what we touched base on yesterday, but I want to bring her into the conversation. But at first, um, like we do every single show, we give our guests three minutes to uh, plug anything that they want to your business, your podcast, any books you have, uh, whatever your your personal. It's um, all sponsors. about it's all about Percy for the next three minutes. Percy. <laughs> Add that one to so, the. <laughs> 
think of P names. It's the first one that came to my oh, mind. So, so Pierce, go ahead and tell us all about Pierce. yourself. Nice. All right. So, yes, my name is uh, Pierce Patrick Faulkner. Uh, <laughs> uh, not Mary. Um, I am the host of the Knock and Talk show, and uh, that the, sh- the show is centered around all of the the funny stories that uh, veterans experienced, uh, whether it was firsthand or observed it from afar while, while they were serving, uh, as well as law enforcement officers and uh, firemen, EMS guys, all the first responders, because uh, we're all exposed to a lot of stuff in our shifts or while we're on duty, while we're deployed, and you just can't make up the stuff, you know, uh, and, and those stories need to live live on and be told and, and be shared. And these are the stories that when you're sitting around with your buddies, uh, drinking some bourbon or beer, smoking a cigar, hanging out by the bonfire, whatever, and uh, you start reminiscing, telling, telling the old war stories. That's, that's the purpose of, of uh, the knock and talk show. It's all about, it's all about the funny. And uh, I was blessed enough to have uh, JD on the show uh, we recorded earlier this week, and um, I, I can't wait to to figure out what he wants to go back and and revisit from a, a woman's point of view. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. no. so this do is, I want to know? I don't know if you want to know. I'm not sure I want to know. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I appreciate uh, JD allowing me to plug my sponsor, uh, Raise Energy. Uh, if you go to repsports.com and use the coupon code Pat. Raz or Pat Raz, R-A-Z-E, you get 15% when you check out. So um, here's to the uh, the Knock and Talk show and Southpaw Tales from the Barstool. Cheers, fuckers. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to have to try some because yeah. you did tell me yesterday it's sugar-free and carb-free and all that good stuff. So. It is. Yeah. It, it it says everything but healthy, you know? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So there's like bull semen in there and... It, there, I mean, it does give some vigor. Uh, just, <laughs> just after drinking, <laughs> does it have bull semen? Well, it gives you vigor. <laughs> that should be on their commercial, <laughs> especially with with the slight question inflection but, to it. Well, it uh, does give you vigor. Do you want? <laughs> do you want the attention or not? I'll get that. Sorry. Uh oh, my son, my oldest son is calling. Oh. So she's answering the phone real quick. I don't know what that's about. She should be at football practice right now. So this is a time that the phone call should not be happening. Yeah. Normally we would ignore any call that does happen, but being it's my child, we're yeah, it's important. going to kind of have to answer that. Um, yeah. So let's just keep it light and fluffy while she's gone. And then we'll get into the good stuff whenever she gets back. Um, what we are going to talk about whenever she gets back is, I don't know. She works, she works in a hospital and she has for pretty much her entire adult life. And I don't know what kind of pranks that they, the, they pull oh, on each okay. other. Like yeah. the pranks that we pulled that we talked yeah. about yesterday. Yeah. And um, I'm definitely going to delve into that. The people that are watching this, um, whatever job that you are in, put in the comments, um, whatever pranks that you pulled on people or had pulled on you whenever, whenever you were the new guy, um, for example, you know, having to change out the winter air for the summer air and the tires of your vehicles or getting exhaust samples with the trash bag and putting it on the exhaust of a car, you know, things like that. Um, we'll, we'll touch base on some of the stuff that we did yesterday on your show and bring it over to ours. Cause I like shared content. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. And then, so man, I really, it's going to be really hard for me to get too involved because cats. Am I, well, she's not MIA, but she's 
around yonder. And oh, I don't oh. want her to miss the good stuff. So what's your lucky number? It, it's it's going to sound cliche, but seven. Seven? Uh, yeah. Oh, I was expecting to go to 13. No, seven. Uh, my very first badge number when um, uh, in my first police department, my badge number was 707. Uh, the second police department I, I worked at, my badge number was uh, 397. The third department that I went to, it was 137. And then my fourth and final department, it was 17. So uh, uh, do you remember the old show? Um, hey, um, um, hold on. Uh, 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 Dragnet. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember the badge number off of Dragnet? It was no. 714 was because the actor's oh, favorite number right. was seven. And then so that's it was right. seven and then double it. So it was three times the luck. Yeah, uh, so, sure. so Pablo, I don't want to be like throwing destiny out there or anything, but my birthday is seven, seven. So, uh, well, Hey, looky there. <laughs> so I'm, du- I'm double lucky. Slash early birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've said it now. So if I forget later, it's already recorded. I have. Oh, said, yeah. oh well, yeah. that's cheating. <laughs> that's what that is. That's, that's cheating. That's it, Mark. <laughs> so Kat, I wanted to ask you something to share with awesome. me and Patrick because oh. yesterday Patrick and I were talking about pranks that we will pull on the new people. You've heard some of the stuff yeah. that I've done. I don't know any of the pranks that you pull on new people or that were pulled on you in the hospital. We talked about um, it. A I mean, bit it's just it, it's just I been mean... not not as in depth as I'd like to. So so tell um tell Philip and I all about <laughs> the. <laughs> I'm gonna start writing. I'm gonna start writing all this down. Pablo Pierce. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, Philip. I mean, I don't know. There's been. I mean, there's definitely times where, like, I've used some of your things. Like, told them to go. Uh, ask for fallopian tubes or phalanges because we need them for our intubation boxes. And they're like, "Well, where do I find them?" I'm like, "Go to the emergency room." Well, the nurse keeps looking at me strange. Go to the doctor. He knows where the fallopian tubes are. <laughs> and it's like, and you'd think they're medical professionals, they know and they don't. And so the, I'm just sitting there like you should have done hmm? at least at least one biology class. <laughs> one high school health really, class. It's, you know? it, it's really not that. Like we it's not like we sit there and like not purposefully. Like I said, I, I brought I brought up the story of when I was in school where I got razzed, where they sent uh they sent me in there to check on a patient. I was checking their stats or breast downs and I'm like, I'm not hearing any breast downs. Their stats aren't showing up. Well the guy was dead. And so I was like, I gotta call the code. He runs in, he's dead. He's been dead for hours. Like freaking because I was like, oh my God. Like I didn't know what to I was a student. This is like my third day of clinicals. Like it was terrible. Yeah. It was awful. But it worked. Uh, but no, it's not, we, we don't do a lot of razzing in our department or anything like that. Like there's times we're just fucking with each other and we totally do that, but really it's in really critical situations where it's totally inappropriate. And that's where we shine. That's where you're supposed to do. Yeah, you know, I just yeah, thought of something codes, that you should do. Codes is- are, are, are filthy. I'm so glad they're dead because man, the things that they would hear us say during codes are just, you need, you need to send somebody to go get a vial of AIR. A-I-R. Yeah, yeah. Got it. We used to send on the on on the on the rig, we would send guys to go get a five gallon bucket of AIR. <laughs> and they would See, walk around the site for like twenty minutes looking for a bucket labeled AIR. We don't have acronyms well, yeah, like you, you know what GP is? Gen- general G- purpose cleaner. GP. What? GP, general purpose. Like general oh, purpose cleaner. Okay, great, great. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. I was gonna no, say uh-uh. 
ask somebody to go get a bottle of GP and a bottle of canine pee. Okay. Canine pee. Canine pee. Canine pee. But you don't, you don't, you don't put the stress on canine. You make it sound like it's all one Got thing, it. like canine pee. But again, we don't use acronyms a lot like that in the like military police. Yeah, yeah, we'll totally get that. So I'm not a first responder. I'm a frontline worker. So we're more, yeah, we're just very inappropriate in very stressful situations, and that's our coping mechanism. So lots of jokes, like we had this baby delivered, and I've talked about it before, where it was like basically his eye first. He came out, so we were having trouble getting him out, obviously. So we had to like C-section him, push him back in to get him out. <laughs> so there's a nurse who's got her hand up the mom to push the baby back so that they, as a C-section, they can get him out through the C-section area. It's gross. It's weird, but it happens. So it's already a stressful situation because we couldn't find the baby's heartbeat. So we're like already like, holy shit, this is going to be bad. Well, he comes out and the baby's fine, but he's like, he's swollen right here. His eyes all but swelled shut and it's big and it's like this protrusion. And I just was like, he looks like sloth off the goonies. <laughs> <laughs> and the ER, and our, no, no, that's the problem. I said it so that our area could hear it. The the doctor, the nurse, and me who's with the baby. He looks like sloth from the goonies. And here goes our Neo. Hey, you guys. So the mom and dad literally like, is they from their C-section position? What? And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, you got to bring it down. Bring the level down. Yeah. So, like, one down, one sentence of that made Justin Timberlake pop in my brain. What? Be like, I'm pushing baby back. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Stop! Wow! Get out! JDHD strikes Get again. Get out! <laughs> no, I mean we just say really inappropriate things at the and really filthy jokes, and that's just a part of it. Like, somehow we got onto choking in the department. Just a bunch of married women around talking about our husband's choking or us, you know, like, hey, it's just, it's just, we are, so anytime someone, like, I have a patient say, I'm sorry, that was inappropriate. And I'm like, if you offend me, I'll buy you a cookie. Like, seriously, it's not, I don't think it's possible at this point. So that's why when I married a veteran and he's hanging around his veteran buddies, smooth transition if you've worked in the er for a year you've heard it yeah rest me <laughs> er's are the filthiest so filthiest. so in the air force you were a plane mechanic right yes and then you ended up being a cop right in, in the real world yes how the hell does one make that transition like he was white but, but. from from uh he worked on jets and then he worked with dogs I'm like that's just such well, because, an awkward transition. Because you were not awkward, and just, you did canine handling in the military, right? So that would have been a more understandable transition. Yeah. So when when I got out, I I got out in in uh, 1999. So I, we were we were peacetime outside of you know Operation Southern Watch. You know the 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 two deployments, if you want to call them deployments, that I went on. Um. So we were still peacetime. And, and getting out then, being a veteran was no big deal. There, there was no incentives to hire veterans. There, there was no, hey, thank you for being a veteran. It just you, it was just a job you did, and now you're done with it. Um, so when I applied to avionics jobs when I got out, I was repeatedly told that I was too military-specific and overqualified. 
for every job I applied for. And that went from uh, Delta all the way down to the the small aircraft. Delta, the, the brand? No, yeah. the company, the Delta Airlines. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, I, I'm, I was stationed at Moody. Excuse me. There's a little of the vigor. Um, I was stationed at Moody. <laughs> Now, was that the was that the bull semen that you did? Does, does your breast smell like his cock? <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. <sighs> hey, hey, calm down, Preston. Oh, sorry. Preston, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm keeping a tally. <laughs> when I when I separated, uh, I moved from Valdosta, Georgia, up to Atlanta, and. Uh, so, you know, there was a, a bigger job market, obviously, in Metro Atlanta than there was in, in South Georgia. So um, I, I tried applying to all the big name brand avionics jobs, Delta, United, all of them. And uh, there was no need for attack control system specialists on a 737. So at that point, I was qualified to do the same thing I was before I went in, a fireman, a garbage man, or a police <laughs> So garbage stinks, right? Uh, yes. I didn't want to stand around that all day long. So that one, just just like in House Hunters, that was immediately off the list. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she loves. We're doing shows. a House Hunters version. Yeah. 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 So um, property two, if you will, firemen. Yes. Uh, they're crazy. They run into building burning or burning buildings on purpose, and that's. I mean, that's just crazy. To that's me. my dad. Her yeah. dad retired as a fire captain okay. or fire chief. Fire chief. Um, bless his heart. I, I couldn't do it. I mean, that's just, you're purposely running into something on fire. So yeah. I, I said, all right, well, where else can you drive fast carry gun, mess with people and get paid for it? And yeah. there you go. So the Bible school answer to that question is, well, I just wanted to help my community after serving my country. Yeah, I know. I was so disappointed by your ex explanation. How dare you? How oh, dare you tell the damn truth? Damn, you have a logical reason. How dare you tell to... the truth on this show? You know, tw 24 years old, you know, uh, I get to carry a gun and save the world one call at a time. So, yeah. yeah so that's, Every damsel that's... in distress at a time, you dirty so um, I need to address something real quick. I was not a canine handler in the military. Um, I worked Alongside Sorry. with canine the Got whole time. It. Sorry about that. Um, basically, they have they have what's called an alpha. So if yeah, if somebody was police one was their call sign, police one alpha is the one working with them. So if police one happened to be a canine and I was their alpha, I was working with them. Uh -huh. um, so I worked with them a lot. I learned a lot of the tricks and the trades, but I was never certified as a canine handler. Sorry. I just no no I'm not so sorry. I'm not trying to call you. Out. I just don't want to take credit for anything that I didn't do. I don't want to. to I'm going to start calling you by different J names. So calm hey, down. Calm down, John. Hey, let's not take Pacifico's thing here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> JD doesn't We were on either. a break. JD doesn't we either. <laughs> oh, my God. Pivot. We were moving something around uh, this weekend and and she brought out the pivot. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that's I love it. That's my favorite episode right there. That's that's got to be. I work with a lot of young bucks. Like I'm like the second oldest or third oldest on my crew. Shocking. And uh, we are carrying shit up. And I'm like pivot, pivot, and nobody got it. it. And I, a it. part of me died. Oh, like I don't even sad. like friends. 
and and but, but it's a quintessential it moment is, in, is, in time for our era. That was like a cinematic event. Okay, that is not a Friends fan thing. Everybody knows Pivot. Like that's crazy talk. That's like the soup Nazi thing. Like I think pretty much I don't watch Seinfeld, but I think everyone knows the soup Nazi thing, right? No more soup for you. Yeah, no yeah. more yeah. soup for you. One year. <laughs> well, yeah, there's um, shrinkage. The the term oh. shrinkage was never around until Seinfeld brought it up. Oh, yeah, there was. It was yeah, so so that term was non-existent prior to that show, and now it's something that every person knows. And it's one of those words you don't even need a description to know what it is. You know what yeah. it is. God, yes. God bless television for making our lives better. And that, and like I'm the same way with like. Um, with the office, there's like a hundred different like sayings in the office that I use all the time. And if you use them and someone watches the office, they, they know if they know, they know, but if they don't watch the office, they're lost. What's your, what's your guilty pleasure with TV or Netflix or whatever? Yeah. So pretty much all the ones you've, you've mentioned, uh, when my wife and I get home from work, our together time starts at uh, starting to fix dinner and we'll put on either Seinfeld reruns, friend reruns. Uh, the office is one of them. Her favorite was Frasier. And that was what she had to watch at, you know, to go to sleep to every night. So there's 11. I can go to sleep to that show. Yeah. yeah there's 11 seasons to Frasier. And, there, and, it was on that long. Yeah. Crap. Yeah, yeah, it was a long and time. I knew it was on a while. I can but. recite ahead of almost every episode. We we so we've oh been my. Seven we have years. a couple of movies like that. that we have movies though. We, we have like five or six movies that we go to sleep to every night. Yeah, we have movies. If it's something that she hasn't seen in a while or 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 never seen or before, has never seen, I she, can't fall regardless how tired it. she is, she won't be able to go to sleep. Me, I need it to go. I need TV, yeah. even if it's something I've never seen, or else my brain doesn't shut off. Yeah. And um, I don't need the TV as long as my fans on. I'm good. But. Oh, you and your fucking fans. I have to have my fans. So yeah, our, our movies are um, Ready Player One. Which yeah, one? Ready Player One. It's to the point we've seen it so many times. I know when the the next song. He knows to about be the soundtrack, in the, and it's going to be. He knows the soundtrack as as it's playing. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never seen it. It's good. oh, you gotta watch it. It's, it's a good, good flick. Yeah. Um, what are the other ones? Um, oh man, Balls now, of Fury. Balls of Fury. Clue. Yeah, clue. clue. Okay. Which which Paul Rudd and Ryan Reynolds Jurassic are apparently Park, doing. Believe it or not, Jurassic Park is one of them. The original Jurassic Park. And they're doing they're they're doing auditions for uh, Clue the musical locally. The Mummy. I can't wait to see that. No, you watch. The I mummy. watched the Mummy. Okay. Yeah, she likes the Mummy. I like the Mummy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Shut up! Don't judge me. I hear your voice. I hear your voice, Peyton. Don't be judging. Damn. I'm, I'm glad Pocahontas is on the same page as me. Oh, stop! Stop harassing Penelope. Okay, we we've got to give the the audience some backstory as to why there's a different name every time. Apparently, on your hell, I'll let you tell the story. It's your story. Uh, yeah. I mean, nothing against uh against my my guests, but um a couple of them uh coming coming on. My show with, I don't, I don't know if they can see that there. My name, wait here, there, over here, other way, other side, other side. <laughs> uh, my name is clearly spelled. <laughs> asked. Uh, 
they, they've received paperwork with my name on it. We're friends on Facebook with my name on it. And uh, I've been called Peter and Paul and Pete. Uh, so that's, that's where this, that's where this came from. I, I made the mistake of dropping that nugget of info just before this show started. <laughs> and now we're and, running away with it. Oh, you think it's fucking hilarious. And Patricia I will never I live it down. Great. I think it's no. because even professionally, uh, when I would sit when with my small businesses that I've owned and I, I would send emails out the, uh, my, my email address is Patrick at, and they would always respond back with Peter or Paul. And I don't understand why they're, they're not even spelt similarly. They don't, they're not pronounced anywhere close to each other. So I don't know, yeah. where, but don't so know. it's, it's not the first time it ha- it's happened, but it is the first time it was recorded and, and played. Uh, and if you, if you'd like <laughs> to do the, um, knock and talk channel on YouTube and uh, play those episodes. There are six available for you. Uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. I'll be number eight whenever it airs. <laughs> you, should, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will be. Well, they uh, call me. They, so that will be tomorrow. By the way, People have a tendency to call me Pat with a P and that grates my nerves. I hate it so much. Or Catherine. You know what? Even Catherine, it's like, Okay, it's Kathleen, but thank you for trying. trying. Like, because they think, oh, her, oh, they call her Cat, so her name. They want to be more professional and think that my name's Catherine. It's not Catherine; it's Kathleen. But thanks. I can always tell when somebody has um, harvested my information from Facebook or has bought my information from Facebook because I get the email and on Facebook, my profile is uppercase J dot lowercase D because I guess I forgot to hit the shift button when I made my profile. <laughs> And, yeah. uh, yeah. but when I get the, the spam emails, it's the same way. So I know when they've just harvested it and it has the autofill shit versus actually like, and especially when it's like, they're, they're trying to reach out to sell me something as far as being a small business owner or they're a small business owner or their media coach or their, uh, um, marketing gurus, whatever the case may be. I'm like, Oh, if you're going to reach out to me, at least fucking capitalize my middle name even though i didn't <laughs> be better than me if you want to help me be better than me <laughs> take my caliber <laughs> step yeah. it up it's Real like um, it's not that hard to when, do just hit shift one more time when i had kids my mom gave me advice she said you don't have to be the most hard-headed or stubborn in the house you just have to be one step above your child oh. and i was like oh my god and i've used that with jd ever since yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is definitely a, a daily competition to see who's more hard-headed. My, my parents always told me that uh, I would pay for my raising times 10. Mm. Yeah, I, I heard that too. So far, we've lucked out, but my youngest is six, so I still have a long way to go to find out. And if, if it's going to be any back. of them, it's going to be him. Oh, yeah. He's the one. He He's the reason I'm glad we have good insurance. He's the reason. He, there's a reason he came last. God's like... We're going to give you some practice and then we're going to give you the, the problem. Like, like we say it and we're not even joking. This child is feral. Yes, he's feral. Being raised by squirrels or something. We're not sure. We had him in our 30s. He's the first one that I had in my 30s. The other two I had in my 20s and I was too young to know how freaking exhausted I was. I had one in my 30s and I was like, is he going to break something or kill himself? No, then I don't give a fuck. Just let him go. Yep. Going back to bed. 
<laughs> and why are you disturbing mommy's nap time? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, it's not that bad, but still, it's like, it's one of those, you just learn to pick your battles by that point. So you're just like, yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah, because you 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 went through the practice children first. I did. I and, yes, I worked out the kinks with the two. I get, honestly, you and I are, are both the youngest, and I can see. Yeah, from a parent's point of view, now, like I can see where my brother and sister always told me, "Oh, you have it so easy compared to us." Because as a parent, I know we were a lot harder on Daniel because we didn't know Daniel's our oldest. I di- I didn't yeah. know which which battles to pick and choose. No. It was. I chose every, every battle. battle. Right. Yeah. And and it was everything was there was a hard line in the sand for everything. Yes. And then the second with one more came and more children, so quickly, you know, okay, this one really isn't worth fighting, or I just don't have the fucking energy. Well, I honestly, a our second today. our second one came along so quickly, way sooner than we anticipated. Uh so we were on she that. She likes to fuck. <laughs> As you were. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you, but now it's just for fun. <laughs> so there's that. Raising the bar. <laughs> I, I'm just going to tell you, we put that 1% in birth control. <laughs> we did that. Yeah. We, we have three, well, two birth control babies. So we, we, we are that 1%. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. Just saying. But you have, how many kids do you have? Just one. Just one. That- just one. Oh, that's adorable. Paying for my raising. How and uh, boy, girl, boy, how old? 24. 24. 24. Wow. So old enough to have a 24 year old. Did you have one when you were 12? Yeah. No. No. (laughs) I was 20. Is he still in the house or is he gone? Uh, he, well, he's, he's at boot camp right now. This is, oh, wow. He go air force as well. Do you follow in your footsteps? Army. Army. Oh. So he didn't do well on his ASVAB. <laughs> oh, stop. That's mean. <laughs> he could have done better if he studied, but no, he's uh he's fallen in my father's footsteps that was in the National Guard. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. Today, uh not to bring the show down, but today marks the two year anniversary of my dad passing and my, my, oh, son and my dad were very close. And uh when he made the decision back in the spring that he was going to finally do it. Um, he said, I'm, I'm doing it for granddad. So, you know, it's kind of hard to, to find that. Yeah. Yeah. Dang it. That's really sweet. And I was going to say something really filthy. <laughs> right. I mean, he's in the army now, so it's not like he's not going to hear it later. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, okay, now that he's out of the house, is it just like nothing but sex all the time? Because that's what I imagine when my kids move out. It's just like everything that's a surface area will have some residual on it once the kids are gone. Mm-hmm. So um, this is really good. And lots of... <laughs> that's no fun. That's no fun. I need something to look forward to because this poor guy is like, I'm not a fucking machine. She hasn't even reached her sexual peak yet. And he's terrified. And I'm like, yes, there is so dehydrated all the time. time. More water. I know. He's like, can you bring, can you bring an IV and a banana bag home? And then I'll give you one more. (laughs) I'm just like, damn it. Banana Banana bag, banana bag, potassium and potassium. And all Those things are amazing, especially for hangovers. <sighs> hangovers? Yeah. Is that what you need it for? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> back on track. So, so myself. please continue. So you were you were you were uh, law enforcement afterwards, and then ended up becoming canine. Now, what was the most fucked up thing that ever happened when you were working with your canine? And I'll give you an example. When I was, I, um, I was working with, um, I'm just going to use his first name, Joe, who was a canine handler, and we were doing walkthroughs. We were young and single, but we were doing walkthroughs of the female dorms of the uh, Medina Annex, the training annex over there. And don't look at me like that. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I haven't heard this story before. Well, the, the way that, that this building was set up, the, all the, um, the hallway went through the center and the doors opened to the center of the building, not to the outside. Kind of like it was a hotel, not a motel. If right. That paints a picture. <laughs> well, we're on the second floor, like halfway down this, this hallway. And his dog just stops, squats, and takes a shit right in the middle of the, of the barracks hallway, just right there. Mm-hmm. And it was pungent. I mean, it was squidgy and just horrible. And I didn't have to clean it up because I wasn't the handler. I'm, I'm just laughing. And he's super fucking embarrassed because all these young hot gals are opening their doors like, what the fuck wow. is that smell? Because it was so bad that it was seeping yeah. under their doors, a little crack between the door and the carpet. Oh, and wow. just you can see how the odor spread by how the doors were opening in succession <laughs> either direction down the hallway. Oh, and cool. so he had to uh, go find some, some tissues to clean this shit up, literally. Literally. Mm-hmm. So did anything like that that's, or that's better quite, ever that's happen quite to you? an opener. Yeah. Well, now that my dog's shit on your porch, you want to go out sometime? <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's um, it, it's probably more common than, than people realize. So I uh, my dog was a, a 43-pound chocolate lab, a uh, female chocolate lab. We were a narcotics team, and uh, she was fantastic. I mean, she she made me look like I was a spectacular handler, and I was mediocre at best. She was just a phenomenal dog. Well, we went to the local college for, like, career day slash law enforcement appreciation of career fest kind of thing, and I was doing a literal dog and pony show finished up the show went on a long walk around the exterior of the building and everything and then went inside to get some water and the uh the college president wanted me to bring the dog inside and up to his office to see the dog and well as i'm walking through the student center um i'm walking and then all of a sudden i'm dragging and i turn around and look (laughs) and there's there's a very healthy walk and drop <laughs> happening. <laughs> oh my god! And breadcrumbs. Yeah. Yes. I guess. <laughs> this is uh, some Hansel and Gretel shit she happening. She wants to find her way back. That's it. <laughs> yes. No, you know what? Not looking back. That had to be it. Uh, she, was a, she was a high drive dog, so she was on an extremely high protein diet. And you want to talk about pungent? There there were students in the student center. We were walking in the carpet section, trying to do like a little cut through. And it was a nice green carpet. Um, And they were sitting at the dining tables, eating their their snacks and drinking their stuff. whatever. And then uh, as it's happening, of course, everybody starts laughing. And then 
the staff member from behind the counter starts running out, yelling at me in broken English, like, no, 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 poo. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm like, I, you know, I'm sorry. I let her finish and I'll clean it up. And she's like, no, 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 you can't go here. Cause I was, I was trying to put it in the trash can and she wouldn't let me throw it away in the trash can. So uh, I was by myself. I didn't have an alpha to help me. Um, so I didn't help pick up the poop. I just laughed. Well, yeah. yeah. Wasn't my dog. Maybe it's Mark's now. And walked to a bathroom and like, it's just, it's just sitting there. And when I come back, that same staff member had the caution wet floor triangles. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I wonder if they mark that occasion every year. Like it's the day, it's the day of the deuce. (laughs) Watch watch where you walk. (laughs) This is Phoenix Faulkner day. (laughs) Phoenix. (laughs) There's another name for your list. Phoenix. There's another one. There's another one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, I, mean, so. Happens, I mean, it's it's like canine training 101. I mean, it's the first thing you're you're, you're supposed to learn. There will be learn. shit. Learn Just the dog. Know it now. And then make sure you take the dog out on a very long walk before you go inside. Make sure that there's what's called complete evacuation. And um, there was. It was just inside. She completed it. We, there was plenty outside. But before we came inside, I, I felt like she had to be done. <laughs> just the sheer quantity uh, that was outside and she's, such, she's such a small dog there was no I, she had to have been storing that just for that occasion <laughs> <laughs> she's like fuck you peppy yeah. keep me in that kennel a little long will you? pepper pepper call it pepper it certainly wasn't poppy <laughs> <laughs> that's freaking nuts yeah no I don't work well okay look I say I don't work with things that shit. I work in the medical field. But the good thing is I work from the waist up. I don't have to deal with that. That's why I didn't go to nursing school. I'm not wiping oh, asses. Okay. All right. So I've, got, I've got a waist up medical that, I mean, it grossed me out. I, I don't like dead people now because of it. What? So, oh, yeah, but so, you liked dead people before? They, no, they didn't bother me before. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, they were just there, right? They couldn't do anything. Uh, they were just there. I mean, they they bother me with all their laying there motionless. You lazy bastard! Get up, get a job. Judging me with their cold dead eyes. <laughs> you you get in the body bag. I don't want to put you in there. Anyway, so uh, I got I got dispatched to a a um like uh, welfare check on a guy that hadn't been seen, an older man that hadn't been seen since I think it was Friday, and this was on Tuesday. So. We get to the apartment door and, you know, you can smell it. It's, it's, it's coming through the little crack underneath the door. He's DRT. Uh, you know it before we get inside, but we get inside and yep, he's, he's dead. So uh, we, we start calling the necessary resources. We call FD. They come run the strip, call it. And then uh, we call the ME to come out. He brings his little helper. And this was a big man. So we're supposed to help get uh, Mr. Smith into the bag. And I had his shirt from the collarbone up here to like pick him up and hoist him over. And the guy that was down at the feet picked up first. And when he did, Mr. Smith went and threw up all that stuff that was in his stomach 
on my boots, my pant legs. Mm-mm. It was absolutely disgusting. It was probably the most disgusting thing that has ever happened to me while I was in law enforcement. I, I mean, I, I've been to <laughs> suicide scenes where somebody has swallowed a shotgun and there's stuff, you know, everywhere. Yeah. This was disgusting. He threw up on me from the afterlife. Like, I, uh, no. So, nope. uh, I always Vomit people, is the only thing, like, I'm a sympathetic puke. I am too. Yeah, he is. Like, he is. Yeah. I, like, I, when the kids oh, are wow. sick, she has to take care of them. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking worried. I'm saying, I'm not a sympathetic puker, but I, I will tell you this. Anytime I, I talk about, like, killing, like, people killing themselves, I'm like, for love of God, don't eat a lot before you do. Because we're going to try to save your life. Either sign your own damn DNR or something. But if we're going to try to save your life, don't eat everything in your fucking cabinet. So we had this guy who decided to eat everybody's last meal, your last meal, my last meal, everybody's fucking last meal. He emptied out his fridge. He emptied out his pantry all into his stomach and then decided to shoot himself in his femoral artery and bleed out. So he shot himself and then just changed his mind. And then he was trying to walk to his neighbor's house. Well, then he went crawling to his neighbor's house. So they found him on his neighbor's front porch. So we're coding him. And that's when all of that stuff decides to come up. We're doing chest compressions, you know, and it pushes and pushes and pushes. And I'm airway. I'm the respiratory therapist. I'm at the head of the bed. So it's just spewing and spewing. And there's steak and there's shrimp and there's and there's onions and there's Tabasco sauce. There's and I'm like, and I, and I swear to God, I got a whiff of Fritos and I went, <laughs> and the doctor's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. But I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there trying not to puke. And I'm like, I need towels. I need towels. And we can't even get the tube in this guy. Cause we can't see crap. Cause every time we try to even look more comes up. And I swear oh. to God, he ate everything in a five mile radius and then decided to kill himself. So, so I want to backtrack a little uh, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Beep. Did you? Beep. I want to make sure I'm understanding this right. That he tried to commit suicide by pretty much shooting himself on the inner thigh. Yes. Hey, it worked. We didn't get him back, but there was blood. But that's got to be that's a, everywhere. Yeah, you artery, you bleed out, but it's not fucking as fast as they show well, in the movies. You know, it's uh, not. You're not dead in fucking eight seconds. Artery, you'll you'll bleed out. Yeah, but not in eight minutes. seconds like what you see in minutes, the minutes. Not so hours. it's still got to be painful. Yeah, it's still yeah. gonna be. Oh yeah. And he did. He, he got to have an open casket. Yes. Right. Yes. Well, I mean, that would be the only thing I would think of why somebody would do that. Was so Mama could say goodbye to him or something. I don't know. Well, since we're on the on Maybe, the suicide, but, I thing. mean, did he do a good job if he was trying to commit suicide? Yeah. Did he do a good job when he changed his mind? <laughs> Not so. Much. Not so much because yeah. that kind of inhibits you from walking over to your neighbor's house. <laughs> so so being stationed at Lackland. My pretty much my entire Air Force career and being law enforcement there. Um, Blackland is the the home of basic training for my son just walked in. Uh, it, it's it's the basic training headquarters. So all the basic trainees for um, Air Force goes through there. Well, you would be amazed how many people have suicidal attempts, suicidal gestures. I wouldn't be um, at basic training, and and I'll paint you a picture of how difficult it is. Um, can you fold a shirt into a six inch square with Oh come on now? Some people can't handle emotional distress. These people are fucking pampered now and, and they get their they get no, butt hurt really. Basically, easily. if you can fold clothes the way they tell you to fold clothes, and if you can make a really neat, pretty bed, and if you can put your fingers between your hangers, like what I still do in the closet, and have them evenly spaced, mm-hmm. you're gonna pass. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had seriously. A Air Force basic training is a fucking joke. There's a reason all the other branches make fun of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was at least once a week we were um, responding to a suicidal attempt, suicidal gesture. A lot, I'd say at least fifty to sixty percent of them were they would sneak to the to the BX or the Class Six, which is like an on uh, on base store. And buy the orange chewable vitamin C pills and try to OD on those. I'm like, look here, Haas. All you're going to do is shit yourself for three days and not get the flu. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, you'll never get COVID. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> gonna you're gonna poop a lot. That's all it's gonna. Or there It'll was also peace color. <laughs> there was also ones uh, guys that would try to OD on Motrin or Tylenol. That um, might work. That might work. Tyl- no, all it would do is just it would just nah, give nah, them really nah. bad kidney cramps. Actually, no, and have you can bent kill over yourself. And then, you can OD on Tylenol and ibuprofen. Yeah, there you, was, you could kill yourself. It tends to take a lot, but you can. We had a we had a teenager do that who uh, she did it for. She kept ODing on everything for attention anytime her daddy told her no. Um, so anything she'd find in the cabinet, she'd she'd take. And uh, so yeah, she was in and out of our emergency room. Well, then one day she took Tylenol and. Thinking, oh, it's not going to kill me. You know, she was doing it for attention. She didn't want to kill herself. She just wanted her dad to cave. So, uh, yeah, she 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 died. She she actually did it mm-hmm. by accident. So she accidentally killed herself by trying to kill herself. Was the pony worth it? <laughs> and that's what it was. It was a horse. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what it was. She already had two or three horses. She wanted another one, and uh, he said no. Well, there you go. I think the most. We had a guy try to hang himself in the in the latrine with his shoelaces. Oh, wow. The first week of basic training. And I'm like you, dude, it's Air Force basic training. Yeah, there was there was one that I responded to where the guy was on uh, Firewatch at night. So basically Firewatch is where you just you stay up for two hours at a time and you're just making sure there's no fire while everybody sleeps. And don't let anybody <laughs> And yeah, you don't let anybody in the door. You just sit there and make sure that nothing's on fire. Yep. And but this guy, I guess he definitely had some mental issues prior to getting there. Um, he took his tweezers and broke them in half. And while he was on fire watch over several nights, he sharpened those tweezers on the mortar between the bricks that, that were in the wall and then ended up going in the shower, turning it on and slicing his wrist. And the secondary fire watch found him and he didn't die, but he, he was definitely wow. uh, no longer in the no U S military. Jesus. Mary and Joseph. In my air force. Yeah. Tweezers. Tweezers. So, uh, welcome to hell. How did you die? Tweezers. Okay. That's embarrassing, dude. Yeah. Think, think before yeah. you act. That's embarrassing. At least, uh, Ahmed over here, you know, had, had a bomb in a car. Exactly. That's a little more impressive. I blew myself up. Oh, well, welcome. But tweezers, they're like, get over there. Damn you. I use the same box cutter that you Walmart. You now work at McDonald's in hell because you killed yourself with tweezers. I don't McDonald's. know. McDonald's. I don't no, know. You now work at Starbucks during pumpkin spice season <laughs> oh. for eternity. Oh, hell on earth. <laughs> oh, man. Hell on earth. Have to deal with all the Han Solo women. <laughs> you know it's pretty fucked up. It is. <laughs> yes. Oh my yes. god! I need to get myself a puffy vest and knee high boots. Yes. <laughs> and and the big gigantic like three foot diameter brimmed straw hat. 
Oh, for the summer. Yeah, I don't have a big hat for the summer either, man. I need no, no, they wear those for up. the winter with their, their no, fucking scarves and shit. Oh, I will show you the memes. Hat. Oh, my God. Are you crazy? Uh-uh. The Star Wars girls do wear the big memes. The the big memes? Or the big hats. <laughs> Fuck. They wear the big I need more coffee. I need more coffee. I bring you know, you know what's really weird, though, is, is we just talked about vomiting, dead people, suicide, and none of us were bothered by it at all. And I guess it's a, oh, an occupational yeah. thing. It's just we I all just so. like... Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's some people that are watching this are like so. are, are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, I can go. Oh, and in I case anyone way deep dark with right in my in, <laughs> victims unit, you know, I mean, I, I had a case where there was a four year old that told me something about sex I didn't even know was possible. That her daddy showed her what to do. So if you want to go deep and oh. no, no, don't. We, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear we it. Can, we can change the channel a little bit and flip the script. And no, nope, I don't. No, go, we're not going to go that. We're not going to go okay, that good. that dark. I like no. I like dark humor. I will tell. Subject. I will tell. Like uh, the most common question I get working in the medical field is worst smell. Okay. Worst smell. Worst smell. Drowning victim for me. I would agree. Uh, well, not drowning victim. Waterlogged. Yeah, drowning victim days after. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I had burn victims, uh, and the smell—you never forget that. Like it's, it's still. I can still, if I picture a, a burned body, I I can smell it. But the waterlogged body—they pulled one out, and we were the closest hospital off the water, so they brought brought it to us to be pronounced. But they called the code overhead. And I smelled it upon entering the emergency room, but we had to go for some reason. We had to go to the room, even though they just needed a doctor to pronounce the body. And that smell, that that was by far the worst. The body had been in the water three to five days or something. It was, it was, it was real, real bad. Boy, I, I haven't smelled that. Uh, so this isn't a, a one-up attempt, but I, I have uh, had the the. Uh, the occasion to smell one that bakes in a trunk all summer long. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So it was parked outside of a quick trip. Oh, wow. That's. And, and uh, the, the staff members found. Ooh, goo dripping from the trunk. Whoa. And, uh, yeah. When they popped the trunk, I mean, you could smell it before you pop the trunk, but it was. It was <sighs> dead dude goo. Ran oh rancid rotting body yeah that was seeping out of the bottom of the trunk. Wow, that's that's pretty nice. Outside of you know why cops have bad senses of humor and very dark sense humor. It's all the shit you have. So uh, Paxton, I'll tell you, they're not going to take that body to the to the hospital to be pronounced, (laughs) and they won't do that. No, that went that went straight to the cooler. It it definitely needed uh, to cool off a little bit. No need. No need. I'll pronounce it myself. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let me feel his pulse. Where's his arm? Is it this goo over oh, here? Like, I I helped a buddy of mine um clean out a house that he was renting, and he had to evict the renters. And I I guess they hadn't been there for several months before the eviction happened. They just abandoned the place, and we went in and opened up the fridge and freezer, and it was. 30, 40 pounds of just rotten meat that had sat there with no electricity for several months in this refrigerator. And you open it and there were little creepy crawlers all over inside of it. And just the smell is, uh, you know, just instant, like 
I didn't puke, but it, it got all the way up to here. Nope. Like, <laughs> like that, yeah. <laughs> nope. Like there was definitely definite uh, uh, semi-solids that got this far. <laughs> semi-solids. <laughs> mm. Can I try that? <laughs> Are you going to finish that? <laughs> Did you bring it up for the whole class? <laughs> <laughs> Let me baby bird that shit out of your mouth. Let me, but what, what else is great? Like <laughs> I vividly remember seeing my first gunshot victim. And and how it affected and and what's weird is it didn't freak me out to the point you would think it would yeah. for being your first one. Like I was super calm and just I was more like, whoa, because because yeah. I saw um, by the time I saw him, it was uh, it, at Wilford Hall, which was the the big hospital on base in San Antonio. It was the trauma center for San Antonio, so all the gangbangers and gunshot victims, stabbing victims, stuff like that would get taken there. Yeah, and we would have to go into there's an observation room for the ER. Um, operating rooms to where we would have to go and start taking notes and waiting for whomever was taking over the case. Um, we could keep um, chain of custody if if they pulled out slugs yeah. or um, any witness statements, anything like that. So there's a full, uh, a full chain of custody. So if it goes to court, whatever. Well, there was this old man who was brought in, um, old black dude. He was just sitting there watching TV and somebody did a drive-by on the wrong apartment. And he was shot multiple times with an AK. And this dude, obviously in shock, but was feeling nothing, but was extremely lucid and having these conversations. And they have his shirt off and they're checking. And and gunshot wounds do not bleed the way that they show on TV and movies and things like that. No. They don't. And to, to seeing the doctor just like putting his finger and just... Digging around for for the uh, uh, slug for yeah. the slug, yeah. and there was a through and through on the guy's armpit, um, right through the back muscle well, here. Well, and actually, and you can see his finger go in one side, and the tip of his finger come out the other. Oh. And, and it, <laughs> I was more mesmerized by just how this dude was sitting there having conversations With while the finger dude's fingers all inside so of him. I'm a respiratory therapist. I don't. I'm not supposed to work on that. Well, we went through trauma training where they were like, okay, you're going to wrap your fingers. You're going to shove it into the gunshot wound so that it packs it and, and st tries to stop the bleeding. It's almost like putting pressure on it, but you got to wrap your fingers because if you hit a bone, you can cut your fingers on their shard bones. So there's she showing you how to wrap and shove in there. And I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> so they never do that in the movies. I've seen it, and I've seen nurses and physicians do it. Didn't have I haven't had to do it on my own, but if I was in a situation where I'd have to, I can do it. But I thankfully, that. I didn't have to do that. But you know what? I think the most mangled thing I saw was like motorcycle accidents. Oh, I like saw, mine. and I thought that that would freak me out. You know, because when I was in school, I worked at the county hospital, so we had gunshot wounds. You name it. You, yeah. Lots of stuff. Uh, but yeah, there was a guy that they were like, you don't want to go in there because you're a student, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. I want to see it. And I remember looking at it thinking, huh, like it kind of looks like ground meat, you know? And like, you can see the bones, like compound fracture, you see the bone shards and his foot turned around and like, I mean, his skin and everything was ripped from head to toe. But I was like, huh, I'm like, it really, you can just in your brain kind of like, this is probably fake, even though it's not, you know? But there so was a time that I, I couldn't eat ground beef for a while because I had a, a, a call of a aggravated domestic on the interstate where the husband jumped out of the moving vehicle just to get away from his wife. And as, I mean, that's fair. 
It is fair. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, the 18 wheeler that was behind him couldn't, could, couldn't navigate the road fast enough to get around him and ran over him. And then 16 cars ran over him. Holy oh, shit. car was moving as he got out on the interstate and he was strung all up interstate 85, like between like two different exits. And uh, th- that looked like ground beef. So we had a tacos. I'm getting was- deep in this, but we had a kid that uh, I guess had a vehicle that looked like a drug dealer's vehicle. So a rival gang shot a, a uh, 17-year-old kid thinking he was their rival gang guy. Um, and then they realized he wasn't. So they tied him to their bumper and drug him to our emergency room and cut the rope face down. So then they're like, we got to try to code this guy because, you know, and they just literally cut the rope right outside of our emergency room door. So they saw it on the cameras. So we got him in. His mom couldn't even identify him. It was awful. It was terrible. So then we're like, well, how do we how do we code this kid? I mean, he was gone anyway, but it was like, how do we code him when he has no face? Like we can't intubate him. There's nothing there. It was just like ripped. It was just awful. So, so Poseidon, uh, here's another one about Wilford Hall. <laughs> Poseidon! Yeah. You should name your junk that and seek that shit. So, seek that shit. <laughs> so, so at Wilford Hall with it being the trauma center, like I said earlier, um, there was always two SPs like um, stationed there. And with Wilford Hall being as old of, of a facility as it is, there's all kinds of like haunted ghost stories and myths oh, and yeah, yeah, that go yeah, along yeah. with it. And I always worked mids, um, 6 p.m., 6 a.m., pretty much my entire military career. And we would have to do walkthroughs and door checks of certain parts of the hospital to make sure everything's secured, especially like pharmacy after hours, um, different offices with equipment, things like that, just to make sure everything was secure. But there are certain hallways and corridors where you just get the heebie-jeebies as soon as you turn a corner. And there are certain areas where you're doing that 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 grandma mall walk, speed walk thing, getting down, like what? checking. Grandma mall walk, speed walk. Oh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. With the You know, you can picture it. So you're doing that that speed walk down, checking these doors, going down certain hallways because it's just fucking creepy. And I get I, I get done with um I think it was the third floor or something like that, and and I'm waiting at the elevator. And I'm I'm admittedly just creeping myself out, getting in my own head, making things a lot worse than what it is. And ding, doors open, and the sound that came out of my mouth as I squealed <laughs> like a little bit. Will forever haunt my dreams. <laughs> it will probably also haunt my dreams of the dude I was screaming at. <laughs> because I open the door and all I see is a scene from Hellraiser. And what it was was a dude that was getting transferred from one no. floor to another who had taken a shotgun to the face when uh, mama found him in bed with somebody else. <sighs> and um, But I was already creeped out and then all I see is fucking meat face. <laughs> and I just screamed like a little bitch. Oh my god, that's <laughs> terrible. Uh, bless your heart. It was, it was bad. Oh, bless your heart, <laughs> <laughs> my little, my little baby bag bitch. I love you so much. Hey, at least I, I can admit it. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a big man to admit that. 
Yeah, I mean, even did you see him put the pinky up when he poured more coffee? Yeah, I did it just yeah. for you. Just yeah. for you, I, just I, for you, Percival. Just for you. Percival. I got one more. <laughs> okay, one more. Pascal. Is that a name though? It is it a is name. name. Pascal is, is a name. Come on, Purvis. You know what it is. <laughs> Purvis. Purvis. Mm. That doesn't. That makes him sound sketchy as balls. I got to say. I said what I said. <laughs> Play us out. And he stands firmly behind it. <laughs> Play us out. But with that shitty name, we do have to start calling it end of the day. Um, we're look. Just over an hour into this, uh, Patrick. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, yeah, bro, it was fun. it was awesome. A lot of fun. Um, if y'all haven't checked out his show, go to a Who's Patrick. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we finally used your real name. Yeah, he's awesome. on tomorrow. He's on so uh, all this, all this yeah, time. Make sure you go to. Make sure you go to Facebook and YouTube and look for a knock and talk show. Um, Message us if you want to be on next week's show, because we are going to actually have to pre-record it. So if you've got ghost stories and you want to share them, contact us because we're going to pre-record it. So we're going to set up a time to talk with y'all. And it's going to be nothing but ghost stories that you have personally experienced. You personally have experienced. Message JD on Facebook. Message me on Facebook. And we're going to set up a time for you because we want to hear your stories. And we're going to tell you about the most haunted place we have ever been and lived for 12 long months for 12 long months because you couldn't afford to break our lease so we're going to get into that story and we want to hear yours so go ahead and message us and let us know as a reminder you can go check out all of our old episodes at any of your favorite uh, podcast hosting areas Apple iTunes Google um all of them, all those places. All um, of the places. All the places. All of them. YouTube. Uh, thank you again for all of our sponsors, especially uh, 5 by 5 Brewing Company. Uh, Patrick, thank you again for uh, being here. And ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a great night. We'll see y'all next week. Same beer time, same beer channel. We'll talk to you later. Bye.